Welcome to Coming Up for Air. I'm Emma, your host for the podcast, and together we'll allow ourselves to just unfurl and be our whole selves, creating more and more spaciousness in our hearts, in our bodies, in our minds, in our deeper selves and spirits, um, to hold the whole of us and the whole of life. We'll go down the path, the winding, narrow path that passes rainbows and butterflies and big grassy hills and also goes through storms and lightning and dark forests. We'll go through it all together and let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, um, today I want to talk about balancing the external world when you feel really internal, when you feel called to be internal, to do internal work, to go internal. I want to talk about how to balance still participating in the external in terms of maybe work that like you have like necessity um, or just in terms of like keeping up with relationships and, um, just still balancing the external with the internal. So, so I guess we can start by talking about how it feels to know that you're being called internally and it's different for everyone, but if you're like listening to this and you're like, I don't know what she's talking about, I'll explain it a little bit. So, for me, what it feels like to be called internally is, is firstly, when you have that kind of connection with your internal guidance system and your internal guidance system is kind of speaking to you, telling you that you need to, that you need kind of like silence or you need no distractions, like something like that, like say, you are, you have like an afternoon to yourself and you're like, okay, how am I feeling? Like, how do I want to spend my time? And nothing is really like hitting the spot. Like maybe you'll reach for music. Maybe you'll reach for a book. Um, even like reach for a friend and you're just like, eh, like it's all feeling like it's a distraction. Um, if you're really honest with yourself and I feel like when this, this place comes knocking on your door, which I've been calling the void, when the void comes knocking on your door and you answer everything, everything is a distraction is what I'm trying to say. Like the void usually calls you to be with it. And the void means just being with everything and nothing. So it can be hard to explain and you don't need to explain it to people. Um, but when you're feeling this way, it can be hard to balance like how to communicate to people, whether that's in your workspace or in your just relationships. And it can be hard to balance like community and this, and this feeling. So 
some ways that I've been navigating this because I've, the void has definitely been knocking on my door is firstly being with the void. Um, and I'll just say that it's like, it's easy to, and it's like, it's, it's easy to be scared of that place. Because to me, the void represents, the void to me feels just like a black hole, like in space that kind of is super magnetic and pulls everything towards it and almost like eats it up and just, it disappears into the void. And I'm sure like, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard the void be used in certain phrases and you kind of like get the gist of what it means. But to me, it feels like that space of nothing but everything how like the color black is every single color but like when you look at it it it's it can disappear into like when it's held up against the night sky so it can look like nothing um so that also reminds me of death because to me, death and grief, specifically grief when you're grieving someone or something, a part of yourself, whatever it is, grief, that experience of grief is not just pain and sadness. It is every single emotion. So I think that grief also represents, like death also represents the void because it is the place of everything and feels like nothing at times too. So when the void comes knocking on your door, it can like very understandably, you can very understandably look through the people and like turn around and not answer the door. But the thing that I've found with that is that it will stay there until you answer the door. And I don't really know how absolute that is, how black and white that is, if it'll go away, if it'll come back, whatever. Like, I don't know. I think your relationship with the void is different, like everyone's is. And then different pieces of the void come to you in different times. So it's all very, like, specific to the specific moment you're in. But there is like a time in my life where the void was outside my door for years. And, um, it was a time of a lot of inwardness and with the void also, and death is transformation. And I feel like that's what the void offers you. It's like a gift as well. Yeah. Because when you open the door and when you let it in, and you can also lovingly tell it to leave too, like it's not like you let it in and it permeates your life um, and you can never get it. It's not like you let it in, you can't let it back out. Like, I don't think that, I don't really know, but in this metaphor, I don't, that's not how it's going to go. Um. But when I have let it in, it has been, I mean, I guess it's been different each time, 
But even if it is painful, um, which that can sometimes be because you are experiencing grief in some way, sometimes the void offers you that. Um, but as of recently, when I've been letting it in, it hasn't felt painful. It's felt very whole, holy, <laughs> and not H-O-L-Y, like W-H-O-L-E-Y, feels very like, like there will be memories that come in or there will be just like, my heart will feel full and there will be understandings of myself. It's like, there's a lot of mental and emotional things that are happening, but then when you go to the somatic level of like how it feels, my heart feels whole. And it feels like there's a lot of pieces that are coming together that are kind of like creating or like patching up the whole of me. So I'm finding when I go into this place that, because I still find that I resist it, of course, but when I do go into it, it's, it immediately feels right. <clears throat> so listening to what your internal guidance system needs is so important in filling yourself up and then being able to meet people from a full place of yourself. So that's like if you're feeling really internal and you have like external obligations or you'd like to connect with people from like a place that's from a place where that feels like true to you, like that feels like you're not pushing anything from you and you're not like giving from an empty cup, you have something to give people. I feel like it's important to, when you're being called inward, to listen to that call so that you can feel full enough to meet people. I also want to talk about when you just, like, don't feel, like, magnetic. So kind of what I was just speaking on is, like, listening to that internal guidance system, which can often be your heart, and filling up your heart, basically. But say like you're, you just aren't feeling magnetic. And to me, magnetism is like, usually comes from filling up my heart and then being able to, um, it just is like a feeling of not necessarily, I mean, I guess magnetizing people and things into your orbit but also it's just like feeling like you have enough playful energy to play with someone else's energy. That's kind of like how magnetism feels to me. Um, so say you're just like not feeling that, like, I think it's also important to talk about the menstrual cycle with women because there is a chunk of it. <laughs> There's a big chunk of it where you don't feel, typically, you don't feel your most magnetic self. You, the luteal phase 
is a freaking killer. And I know it's packed with so many gifts, but it, those gifts come to you wrapped in shadows and things that are not the easiest for you to digest. Um, so during that time, which can last like up to two weeks for some people, how do you like, how do you balance feeling that way, feeling a way of like kind of seeing all the parts of yourself that you don't love, um, about yourself and you're just like not feeling super like Sprite, you know? So how do you balance that and connecting with people and not isolating yourself? And also like, so say you feel like you have nothing to give, but you're like, okay, well, nothing's really changing. Like I'm trying to feel better. Nothing's changing. Okay. And I just wanted to point out the menstrual cycle because it's such a it's such a freaking deep thing that women go through, like all the seasons and all of those like psychoenergetic um, deaths and rebirths and peeling back of the layers and going through the shadows and going into the sensuality and tapping into the joy and the pleasure and all of that that women go through every month is so powerful and so real for each woman that I just don't think that's given enough credit um, in terms of how a woman might be feeling or like their overall well-being in the moment. And I just wanted to validate that. Um, I wanted to validate its effect on women, but okay. So yeah, I want to talk about the, I want to talk about the, the place where you're like, okay, well, nothing's working. Nothing's making me feel better. What do I do? So firstly, I just want to like peel back that layer because that's something that I've been cycling through these past few months that every time I remember it, it changes everything for me in that moment. So oftentimes, like when you're in a place of like feeling really high on life and you're like sober, you know, like kind of like the magnetism and just feeling like connected to your heart, connected to spirit and the earth and just like your future and just possibilities and just all that like really exciting stuff. Like things change quickly. Like things are just always changing. So when things do change and you don't feel that way for like a moment, for a day, for a few days, for a few weeks, whatever it is, like firstly, it's remembering that things always change. But the thing that really helps me is when I'm in a place where I don't feel that way that I was just referring to, that like really juicy, sparkly stuff, I'm like, okay, 
well, let me just try to do all the things that I've been doing to reach that place. Um, so yeah, I'll just do those things and I'll do them and they won't give me the outcome that I'm intending for. And like it can spiral from there and you can be like, well, what am I doing? That's wrong. And like, you can just get hard on yourself and just feel things slipping from you and feel that like lack of control and like all those things. But the thing that is just so key is remembering that every day you're not showing up to get somewhere. You're not showing up to be a certain way. You're showing up to be with what's there. And that always switches everything for me because I'm, it kind of pulls me out of what I've been trying to do, which is trying to make myself be a certain way and not really accepting or being with what, what part of me is showing up. And like just kind of tweaking and fixing almost that like conditional relationship I have with myself where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do these things that are good for me to feel this way, or I'm only going to do things that are good for me when I feel this way. And that kind of creates a conditional relationship with yourself. And you're kind of communicating to yourself that like, when you don't feel that way, you don't get to be taken care of. You don't get to be, be with and what you're experiencing. Because oftentimes like this has been a pattern for me where like, I'll feel not necessarily good and I'll be like, okay, let's go. And I'll just like eat all the comfort foods, like watch all the reality TV and kind of like indulge in that place. And like that has its moment and that has had its moment in the sun for me, but I'm like, I want to be with and not sometimes that behavior for me takes me away from what I'm feeling. Sometimes it comforts me sometimes and, and I'm with that feeling and sometimes it takes me away from it. Um, so when I'm doing that to take me away from the feeling, it's like I'm communicating to myself that I can only treat myself with care when I'm feeling in a way that, that deserves care, but all parts of me and all expressions of me deserve care. So that has just been so key and killer for me because like this morning I kind of woke up and remembered this and I was like, yeah. And I just like did yoga without the, like, I've actually done this a few times in the past few months, like doing something without the intention to have my mind clear or connect with like, um, the spiritual world or like, um, I'm not doing anything to get somewhere. I'm doing something to take care of myself because I know it's good for my body. Even if I come out of that like session, that yoga like time feeling not mentally clear or whatever, like I know that my body benefited from that and I'm showing myself love through like 
quality time and, um, yeah, like having these little like love languages with myself too, because let me think of them. Acts of service, quality time, gifts, words of affirmation, and physical touch. So you can kind of like figure out and be like, okay, well, what are my love languages and how can I give that to myself? Like, it's more like, it's almost like, yeah, like when I'm in this place of not really having the most like mental fortitude, it's easy for me to give myself like acts of service or physical touch, like, or quality time like that, like giving myself just, just physically doing something for myself. Like, yeah. So that's like a way that I can also show up for myself when I'm feeling, um, things I don't even know that I'm feeling, but I'm just not feeling magnetic, you know, I'm not feeling super external. I'm feeling more internal. Um, yeah. And just also connecting with people and friends that have historically held space for you or that like you trust to hold space for you in whatever you're feeling and just like being you with them and even like scheduling like a night like I have a lot of long distance friends and loved ones and family so like spending a night with them like virtually doing like an activity and like nourishing yourself while while nourishing the relationship like say you guys do art over facetime and you don't really talk it's like more of like a parallel play type thing you can do that in person too but if you're like me and have a lot of long distance loved ones um yeah that can be a beautiful way to have your system and your soul and your body feel comfortable with another presence there. Um, and starting with presences that you feel really safe with and then kind of like externally opening that, um, like through work or whatever and say like, you do have to go to like your workplace and you feel not ready to connect externally, it can be really helpful to, to energetically protect yourself. If you have like porous energetic boundaries or like you're really energetically open and you take on a lot of your environment, it like you can connect with your spiritual side and they can funnel you with light before you go in and whatever it is, like you can fill up, say filling up is accessible to you. You can fill up before you go in and yeah, keep on giving to yourself. But also something that has been helpful for me is just literally reminding myself, like reminding myself to not abandon myself basically for other people, for a way that I think I should be, and being with myself. And also, something super helpful in this time is to exercise your throat chakra. Even if you feel like you don't, like nothing can come out of that place, 
because you're feeling just stifled in that area, it's important to still exercise it. In your workplace, it's such a beautiful thing because you have to exercise it regardless of how you're feeling. Um, and when I say exercising your throat chakra, I don't necessarily mean exercising it in regards to how you're feeling. I mean exercising it in regards to clear communication and like kind of leaving the emotions out of it. And that just helps you still connect to the outside, but not in a way that you're not ready for. But it also pulls you out of yourself and just makes you feel... It's like a really good bridge between not feeling ready to... Just not feeling super external but also not completely isolating yourself and um, like having yourself disappear into nothingness or like into the shadows, like just still vocalizing like the thank yous, the I'm coming up behind you, the I'm going to go here. I'm going to get this. I'm going to do that. What are you? What do you need help with? It's like those things, just the, just the very almost like cut and dry, like, like just the words that mean nothing but the words type communication, like the, the, I don't know how else to describe it, but that is super helpful too. And just like reminding yourself that like, you don't need to be a personality you don't need to embody something that you're not feeling but you do need to communicate even with like your family and friends that you you that are reaching out to you like like yes spaciousness is afforded and allowed and whatever but it's also like it also is super helpful to exercise the voice and to just be super robust in how you're communicating and just be like, I'm not feeling well, but I would love to talk to you in a few, in a few days, a week when I feel a little bit different and I'll let you know how, when that is. It's like those just really solid almost ways of communicating help you not feel so enveloped in what you're experiencing Um, and so like almost like disappearing into what you're experiencing because you're still, you're still communicating and you're still connecting in a way, but you aren't, but you're still like honoring where you're at and you're not like giving what you can't give. So that's also something that's super helpful when you're feeling this way of balancing, of feeling internal, but wanting to balance the external with the internal. And yeah, even like recording this podcast, I have been feeling this like void, void way for a bit now, like a week or so, um, or like even more. And 
I was thinking like, oh, I'll just put out an episode that I've already recorded because I can't sit down and record an episode right now. But um, my friend Sammy reminded me that you can just meet yourself where you're at and talk about what you're experiencing. And it's such a also, it's so funny because sometimes like many times when I've sat down to record, whatever I'm talking about shows up through the actual act of me recording the episode. Like for instance, this theme of balancing the internal with the external shows up through me actually sitting down to do this episode because I still feel internal. Like I still feel like I want to go internally and not quite ready to reach out externally, but I'm sitting here and I'm still showing up for myself and for like everyone here. Um, and reaching externally still. So it's such a crazy thing like that this, whatever this podcast is, like it is wrapped up in spiritual lessons and like everything that I talk about is almost like a manifestation of what I'm talking about. It's like, it's just, I'm just noting to remember that in the future, um, because that'll probably help me get through more of these with a little bit more confidence and trust. But yeah, that is what I have for you guys today. Um, and I, feel like this must be a collective energy that I'm picking up on in some degree too because Capricorn energy is very can be very hermity and very like lonesome or like yeah solo and like working out things on their own so it's and I have a lot of well I have a Capricorn moon so it's a good lesson for me to also, when I am feeling any of this energy of internally to balance it externally. So I hope that this landed with some of you guys and it was helpful or you guys just enjoyed listening and yeah, thank you for your time and for coming back around. Um, you can find Coming Up For Air on socials, on Instagram and TikTok at comingupforair.podcast for um, both Insta and TikTok. And then you can find my personal Instagram and TikTok at Emma LaBarbara. Yeah. And you can see how to spell that um, through like the cover photo of this. Uh, my name is written in the bottom right corner. And yeah, please feel free to DM me. Let me know how you're feeling about the podcast. Um, and yeah, I'm just always here to connect. And I wish you um, just more honoring in what you're experiencing. And <clears throat> yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one.